You die once, and suddenly you're not invisible. Explore the story of Heed, who was a corpse for a while, but is back to life and trying to learn about just what had happened, only to discover the story is far stranger than that. Inspired by manga, Alter X Artifact is a new LGBTQ webcomic for mature readers revolving around magic and political espionage. This comic features fantastic elements, gripping storytelling, and impressive visuals that pull you into the strange but fascinating world of the comic. Alter X Artifact explores themes of magic, dreams, and relationships, all while deftly weaving a compelling mystery with eye-catching visuals. You're still in time to enjoy the exciting prologue as well, but you gotta hurry over on to the website. So if you're looking for your next weekly webcomic read, you need to go to alterxartifact.com. That is alterxartifact.com. Now back to the show. Yeah, well, that's the only way you stay sane with us. No thoughts on <clears throat> No thoughts, only dreams. <laughs> Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin. With me is Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how you doing? I'm fine, I guess. Good! <clears throat> Good, you guess. It's, I mean... It's, a little tired. Been a know, long week. Yeah. Well, it's like they say, any day above ground is a good day. Mm, Fuck. I don't know. Tell that to the mole men. They do not believe in that adage. Our eyes, our eyes. The sun is too bright for our horrible underdeveloped eyes. Yeah, in fact, I think the mole men would say any day above ground is a fucking nightmare. That's true. And we've got Mr. David Davis. David, how are you today? Doing well, but now I keep thinking of naked mole rats and thinking naked mole men, and it's not great. Is it naked Hans Moleman? It's turning him on. (laughs) Oh, where are my clothes? So, so there's a there is a linguistic difference between naked mole rat men and naked mole rat men. Yeah, do you know what the difference between naked and naked is, David? I suppose it depends on what state you're from. Well, Nate. Yeah, naked means you have no clothes on. Naked means you got no clothes on and you're up to something. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. uh, these are just these are just naked. They were nudists. Yes, moment. Okay, good. You take you get naked to take a shower. You get naked to have sex. You know, I think I think uh, I heard that definition before on the last drive-in. You know, here's a question: When you're abducted by aliens, mm-hmm. and they and they take your clothes off. Mm-hmm. Are they getting you mm-hmm. naked or naked? Depends on how you feel about the situation. Some people are horrified. Some people are like, yeah. Like, okay. Dep- d- <laughs> sorry, go ahead, David. Uh, I was also going to say, depends on what song's playing oh, on yeah. the uh, radio. Oh, oh, Barry that's White. That's what the aliens need Let's to do. Get it Put on. Barry White on as they, you know, undress their uh, oh, yeah. victims. It suddenly, it suddenly goes from, oh, no, to, well, where is this going? Uh-huh. See, I was just going to say, though, it's like... um. Like the dude from Lo- that documentary, Love and Saucers. Oh, that's naked. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's mm. naked. So, mm. yeah, it's a weekend weird. 
we're being extra weird, we, so that means it's this week. Yeah, we are being real damn weird. Um, I don't really have any new any housekeeping per se, except to say that welcome to me raw-dogging reality, because I am off my medication. So let's see how this episode goes. And, and before... Oh, and, um, I was going to oh. say, before anybody gets too worried, uh, he talked to his Yes, I did in fact talk to is, my psychiatrist first. It is, it is authorized. Because a couple people you've said that to have been like, oh, oh no, Kevin, don't do that before you uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I have that exact same Yeah, no. I have that exact yeah, same Yeah, no, reaction. it's not a, I don't need these anymore, I'm cured. It's a, my doctor was like, all right, Kev, um, how uh, how's your energy level? I was like, well, I've started cooking again. I'm eating regularly. I cleaned my bathroom and I've started writing a novel. And he's like, let's see how you do without the meds then. I was like, yeah, let's do that. Well, I was going to mention we are, we are going to be uh, launching something later this week. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Monday, 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 next week. Monday, Monday. We've got a new show coming up here on the feed. You've heard us talking mm-hmm. about it the last couple of weeks. It is current. The first three episodes are up free on our Patreon, The Distraction Hole. It's oh, the- I, was, I thought you were going to you know have a new show that you haven't told me about just keeping me out of the clubhouse. It's called the No Mites Show. Yes. No. It's called Gaslighting Mike. Yeah. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> but seriously, it's it's the show where we put as much of our distraction stuff as we can, our tangent show, and uh, mm-hmm. it's still not working because we're going to go down some rabbit holes here anyway. I, I like to think mm-hmm. it at least yeah. gets a lot of it out of our system. Okay, yeah, if we, true. If we start to go down that path, we can be like, oh, uh, yeah, we'll no, save it for that. the other show. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, speaking of, there's going to be a segment on that show called Kevin Watches Andor. So, uh, God damn it. <laughs> no, no, I'm enjoying it now for the most part. So, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll save it for the other yes, show. Yes, let's do that. So, <laughs> it's Weekend Weird. Um... Y'all extra. mind if I go, f- wait, what? I was going to say, it's been an extra weekend weird for you. It for, has been. For the uh, aforementioned reasons. Yeah, no, it's been real damn weird. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> the, are, are we going to talk about what I thought was a... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, here's the thing. When I first got on my antidepressants, I had visual hallucinations. I kept seeing bugs, oh, spiders, and worms crawling around Jesus in my Christ. peripheral vision all over stuff. And that was like... In the description of the yeah, fucking medication. Yeah, it, it is a known side effect. <laughs> it so. was like, when you first get on here for the first week, you may see a lot of shit that's not there. <laughs> you may have hellmouth vision for the next 72 yeah, hours. Yeah, pretty much. You may uh, be seeing the inside of Tim Burton's brain. And um, so I was like... And conversely, coming off of it has, has the same, you know, effect. I can see... I, and it, I have it, it seen some that, stuff yeah, that you'll have some as I go, and auditory hallucinations. Auditory hallucinations are not a side effect of being off the meds. The auditory hallucinations are a side effect of me being me. Uh, the visual hallucinations are a side effect of withdrawals from the drug, though. Well, well, here's the thing. If the worms go in, they do have to come out eventually. Uh, yeah, and then they play pinochle on your snout, from what I understand. Mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm, they didn't mm-hmm. do that. So I'm at work, and I see something flit uh, like just outside the door by one of her whiskey barrels. I'm like, oh, oh, it started. And he turns to me with this like kind of 
look on his face. I'm like, like, uh-oh, here come those guys again. Yeah. I'm like, Mike, I'm hallucinating birds just to let you know. Because I only saw them for like a second. And I'm like, oh, God. Okay, my brain saw something. It interpreted them as birds. If I didn't know I was going through withdrawals, I would be like, ghost birds! <laughs> and and he turns to do something, you know, work-related. And I am just happen to be staring blankly towards the window. And I see him, too. I see a bird. I'm like, Kevin, there are actually birds out there. Unless you've gone insane. Well, I you you know, maybe maybe you're projecting your hallucinations on me. Maybe. But that was definitely mm-hmm. a bird. Maybe I'm pulling some Ingo Swan stuff and like forcing my hallucinations on other people. Look, <laughs> look. I don't want to be involved in mutual hallucination. I really? just want to go there. That would be badass. David, would you I, be I there? heard you need a crystal for that. Yes. Wait, yeah, but okay, non crystal. Uh, like if if we could like share. shared mutual shared mutual hallucination uh, hallucina- hallucination is hallucination that fucking word hallucination hallucination fuck Jesus Christ what, what happened, happened you were such a bright young man what happened you brought him down to I started doing this fucking show <laughs> oh God yes yes uh shared hallucination yeah that's it that sounds right um. <laughs> I think I would do it. Like if oh, it yeah, was something man. to like trigger I, it. Yeah, I, was, I think I would. I was, um, I was making a masturbation yeah. joke. Oh yeah, no, we're not charging. Yeah, that's crystals. why I did the crystal joke. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I think it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. You know, just uh, yeah, I think it'd be, be cool. Be hallucinating different things. That's a problem. Sure, you can't well, really sync that up. Mm, no, that's the thing. We're talking about if we could if share we could. the same hallucination. Oh sure. Like, and you get to see all the times I'd go into the kitchen in the old house and see a gray curled up in the corner screaming at me. <laughs> Fuck. Kevin, your brain. It, it'd be like AR. It'd like Kevin <laughs> AR would be incredible. Oh my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> you pull the app on your phone. There's like a lizard person <laughs> in the toilet. And, no, he's shitting on the know. toilet. And I walk in. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Let me use the other bathroom. So it'd be like Pokemon <laughs> go, but you know, instead Awful. of catching them, you're, they're catching you. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta probe them all. Oh, boy. Get it on Meta or the Oculus or whatever there the fuck go. it's called. Yeah, the Meta Metoculus. Mm-hmm. So, I've got a story okay. for the weekend weird. Now, actually, we get the show going. <clears throat> I only have one story this week because I'm still pissed about my sources from last time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're, I'm you're playing saying, the safe game this you're week. You're saying you're still sore? I'm gonna beat you like a circus monkey, you you horrible joke making bastard. I'm so, not punny, I know it. Yeah. Well, all right. So possible meteorite crashes into New Jersey home. No injuries. Yeah, because nobody lives oh, in New that's Jersey. That's good. This is from the AP reporting from the AP. Hey, wait, what? You can't recursive news like that, AP. Come on. And it's on Huff Post. Wait. Okay. So, it, we, this whole story is some kind of bizarre nesting doll of sources. But the family who owns the home discovered the black potato-sized rock in a corner still warm. Which, okay, you know that meme about Americans will use anything other than metric system? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
a well, hot baked potato crashed through the sea. Here's a here's a thing though. I mm-hmm. I take umbrage with that saying because I've seen plenty of times where other news use a you know a known quantity to reference the size of something. So you know. Yeah, I, I think they made the right call there because it's easier what, to visualize. Say, like, like, they could say, yeah, sure. Was, uh, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I just know. think it's funny. Yeah. But also, um, now I kind of want to start just measuring everything in relation to like high bounce balls. <laughs> like a meteor the size, of, uh, roughly the size of 298 high bounce balls. Anyway, uh, Hope, Hopewell Township, New Jersey, according to the AP. A ma- of course it's New Jersey. Of course. I've, you know, it reminds me of something that would happen in The Tick. Or Futurama. Or Futurama, sure. Mm-hmm. A metallic object, believed to be a meteorite, punched a hole in the roof of a central New Jersey home this week, smashing into a hardwood floor and bouncing around a bedroom. The f- <laughs> I didn't know about that. The family who owns the home <laughs> discovered the black potato-sized rock in a corner still warm. Nobody was hurt, and there was no serious damage to the residents, said police in Hopewell Township, north of the state capital, Trenton. The object measured 4 by 6 inches, 10 by 15 centimeter, centimeters, centimeters? <laughs> Thank you. You Man. got the stroke. I, you got the I stroke. got my meds, Lieutenant see, Dan. See, it used, it used the metric Yeah, system. I was going to say, I'm excited because they actually did it. And weighs about 4 pounds, or 1.8 kilograms, police said. Susie Cop, which is not one of the police, but who own, whose family owns the home, said they initially thought someone had thrown a rock into an upstairs bedroom Monday, but soon realized that wasn't the case. The family plans to meet with an astrophysicist who will further examine the rock. We're thinking it's a meteorite came through here, hit the floor here, because that's completely damaged, It ricocheted up to this part of the ceiling, then finally rested on the floor there, cop told KYWTV in Philadelphia. I did touch the thing because I thought it was a random rock. I don't know. It was still warm. (laughs) Cop says hazmat officials responded to their home to check it out, along with her family, in case he had been exposed to some type of radioactive material. But those checks... We're all negative. So so I'm just thinking the color out of space, but because it lands in New Jersey, it actually kills the color. Yeah, no, it died. It's, that's pretty much it. It crashed in New Jersey. The color just... The un, yeah, the unknowable alien entity fucking died. Yes. Yeah, like when my nephew got bitten by a tarantula and the tarantula died. So I just, I love this because it reminds me... I, I don't know. Did you ever read the old Ben Edlin Tick comics? Uh, I read a few of them, but I mostly watched the cartoon and the TV show. Okay, there's a fantastic uh, scene in the comic where the Arthur and Tick are up on the roof, and a meteorite just smacks Tick in the head. And Arthur is just like, holy crap, Tick, this is amazing. I mean, like, the odds of this are astronomical. And the Tick was like, yeah, no, I understand why you're excited, Arthur, but trust me, the novelty wears off to, after the first two or three times. And I'm like, I don't know. It just, um, I, I, at least it wasn't like major damage, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it sounds like a, you know, uh, 
pretty minimal damage, I, all things considered. I've heard of more damage from frozen blocks of piss falling from airplanes. So so how much did they uh, say it weighed? Uh, five pounds. How many kilograms? Uh, 1.8. Oh, no. Mike's, Mike's figuring if something out. So I looked up uh, meteor prices, meteorite prices, and if it's a... If it's, they said metallic, so mm-hmm. the lowest price for metallic meteorites is about uh, $20 a gram. So that's about $36,000. We need a meteorite well, to land I'm saying that meteorites here. are pretty, pretty uh, valuable. Well, I mean, they're mm-hmm. rare. Well, yeah, they're, they're kind of, they're rare, yes, but also uh, metallic meteorites are cool because uh, when you cut them open, they look really neat. Oh, yeah. You've seen the grain pattern of the uh, metal in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. And maybe this is the lack of meds talking, but if a meteorite did crash into our house, do you know where it would land, Mike? On a cat? On my Zoom recorder. Oh, come on. It'd it'd probably (laughs) land on your head or something. That's true. And then I just look like the tick. No, no. It it would would just take out our our, uh, router. Ooh, that would suck bad. David, what would you do with a meteorite? <laughs> oh, uh, a metallic from, meteorite. If it, if it were that one, um, well, I, I would like to know like what metals are in mm-hmm. it for sure. But like, I, I would sell it. You know, I just okay. I, again, it's it's like a it's a metallic rock. Right. It's neat, but like, I, would, I could also buy video games with money. I would, I would uh, I would keep a slice of it. I'd like have them, you know, slice. That, me a that's piece, fair. That's fair. Yeah. Sell the rest. But yeah, the typical, yeah. Like, like a little like vertical slice through it. So it's like a, almost like a disc shape yeah. and like put that up. Ooh, and yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Your tip, your typical meteorite um, metals are nickel iron. Mm-hmm. You know what, okay. you know what that's referred to in ye olden times is sky iron. Mm-hmm. And, uh, why didn't they just call it sky iron? <laughs> because, Wit didn't come about until sometime later. This is the Dark Ages. Okay. Now, mm. if you, speaking of meteorites, uh, this is the last thing I'll say about it, but like, uh, are you familiar with what happened with Terry Pratchett? Now, I don't mean the brain rot thing. I mean, like, what actually happened, like, when he was knighted. Mm-mm. Okay, so he was knighted, and he'd been sitting there the whole time going, I was knighted. I need a sword. Well, a meteor crashed on his land, and instead of handing it over to anyone, he was—he secretly kept it. He didn't tell anybody, and had it forged into a sword. Fuck. So Terry Pratchett's royal knight sword is forged of sky iron because he saw it as a sign. I'm like, I—that's cool. I would love to have that sword. Or a an a, a sky iron broadsword. I mean, King Tut. Yeah, it's like shit you hear in a fantasy story. Yeah, King Tut had an iron dagger made from a meteorite. He did. I have heard about. And that. where did that get him? Um, probably jaundice. <laughs> I honestly. Well, yeah, wasn't he murdered? Yeah, but I mean, look at him. It was it was buried with yeah, him. Yeah, so. like a breeze would bur- murder him. But yeah, I don't know if it's actually his during life, but he was buried with it. So. Yeah, I I understand it may have traveled a strange circuitous route to get to him, but like that's that's for another episode where we actually have to like look it up. 
So. Oh yeah, we could totally do a thing about like the discovery of Tut's tomb and the supposed. Oh god, like that. that's a great idea. We need to add that. I to was the obsessed list. with that. Yeah, because like in the the mid '90s, there was this big Egypt boom. Yeah, no, I. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to go to the Ramses exhibit, but I did get to go to Memphis and see like the Etruscans and like I saw Napoleon's death mask I, and some stuff like that. I have a theory. Mm. Yeah, what's your that, theory? Uh, that. Blades made from uh, meteorites probably uh, took on kind of a mythical status because iron nickel alloys are like tougher than just you know iron. Well, yeah, it's a gift probably, from the gods. Mike. Well, also, but but think about it. Before in in the time of just iron swords, before we learned to alloy steel, you know, do mm-hmm. carbon steel, you know, and someone made a. They, they, there's there's this rock that fell from the sky and they made a sword from it and it was better than all the other swords because God sent him that rock. Not only that, just you know, it, you think about it. What what swords from mythology could that be? Could have been Masamune. Could be could have been like that. Could have been oh you know, Excalibur, Excalibur, obviously. You know, Excalibur is obviously a sky iron sword. That's yeah. a given. I think, David, you're you're a researcher. Well, what do you I, think? As far as theory. I don't know if Excalibur was ever a real sword. Like we we can like look. I I, I do a lot of reading on Arthurian shit, but right. um, like I, I we can we can find figures who were models for Arthur, but I don't know if there was ever like an actual like Excalibur. But yeah, I, I could buy that. Sure. Okay. Like yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Ooh, you know, not, not to poo poo on the parade. Sure. Here, yeah. But, but you know what else was probably made from meteoric iron? Hmm. Robin huh. Robin Hood himself. <laughs> he was a robot made from uh, meteor meteor metals. Robot Robin Hood. Beep boop. I will win this competition. Beep boop. So, uh, who wants to go next? Mike. Me. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, that was quick. Wow. Damn, I got thrown under the bus here. I'll under remember the that. news bus. <laughs> Actually, technically, I guess I would mean uh, thrown under the news van. Hmm. Mm. So, uh, mm. how about this? How about something to creep you out a little bit? So, you think you think AI is you know a little creepy? I think AI is a lot creepy. You think you think like mm-hmm. brain implants are kind of creepy? Definitely. Mm-hmm. How about uh, a lot of dead monkeys attached to them? How about Swedish researchers see through a mouse's eyes by decoding brain signals with AI? There's nothing Ugh, about that sweets. I liked. Ugh. So. Uh, <laughs> The, the, the long and short of it is is they uh, they used two different groups of mice. They used regular mice that they implanted el- electrodes in their brains, and they used another group of genetically mod. Which I find this is the freakiest part. I find genetically modified mice that they were genetically modified, so uh, their brains, uh, their neurons in their brains glow green when firing and transmitting information. And they uh, used optical probes to pick that up. I, so they took all that data. You're good. I was, I was just going to say, I thought you were going to say, these mice were genetically engineered to ask you to torture them. <laughs> well, that's the next step. <laughs> okay. You know, it's like, like you, see, you know, we reference Douglas Adams a lot, but like, you know, Douglas Adams will just have a cow that wants you to eat it. <laughs> Hello, sir. I'm the dish of the day. So anyway, they took all this data from it and they and they took and they had to watch uh, 
a black and white movie. Have just scenes from a black and white movie. Recorded that data. Put it into an AI, fed into an AI in the system that trained it on. They also trained the AI system on the movie itself. Then they took another completely different mouse. And instead of inserting probes, they just, you know, did a normal, you know, ECG recording. And from that data, from that as the uh, prompt or whatever, the AI was able to reconstruct what parts of the movies it was watching. Mm. I hate that. Yeah. You know, you know, it's fucked up, though. How do you make a mouse watch a movie? Yeah. Right. So they probably had to, like, put it in this little brace and probably <laughs> did like the whole um, clockwork orange. Clockwork orange. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the the, so the, the tour, this poor little mouse is the, the footage I see the it's just a mouse in a glass box with a movie playing outside of it. No, but. no. See, it's OK, David. They're genetically modified to have this as their kink. Fuck. So they're in. Yes, yes. Hold my eyes open. Make me watch Casablanca. No, no. These are just normal mice that are, you know, the last part. And, it, you know, and okay. seeing the footage, okay. today, the 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 story has you know actual video of the reconstruction it's pretty impressive video that they released yeah, now <clears throat> this is a long way to go to just try oh, yeah, to no. make remote oh. viewing and psychics obsolete no <laughs> i man you know ai's replaced a lot of jobs but i really didn't think yuri geller was going to be in danger of losing his job like like did you ever see the movie uh willard God, like, it's this been is how years. you make a Willard. Yeah, no, he's right. It's how you do. <laughs> this is how you Willard. It's the, the about the rat. Nope. The, the dude who with all the rats. Ah, just never mind. Yeah, they did a re. My, didn't my they do horror a, fans will understand. Yeah, didn't they do a remake of it with Crispin Glover at one point? Yes, yes, with, yes, yes, with Crispin Glover. It's about a guy that becomes friends with a rat. Um, uh, not just one rat. Uh, yeah, right. He becomes a rat king, basically. The guy from Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy! Wow, this is this is how you get ninja. Wow, maybe we could. Hmm. See, I see uh, Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, see I think it. he was in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see the newer one too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never saw either of these. Oh yeah, I remember it came on like TNT when I was younger, and my dad was watching it, and I was like, "This is fucked up, man." Yeah. No. Never and my dad it. was like, "Go to your room." And then my mom said. Go play in Terry Road, which is the busiest street in our neighborhood. Fuck. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for that. That's interesting and horrifying all at once. I didn't like anything about that. Well, I, I know. I So if this leads to where, you know, we could like have a thing, like put on a cap and like record our dreams and get to see... Okay. Sure. No, day. that's neat. That's a neat idea. That sounds let me, pretty. Let me tell you the horrifying dope. place my brain went. Yeah. Well, All yeah. right. So you've gone. Well, that's how we started opening the episode yeah. is the horrifying place. Oh, it's about at. to get worse. All right. So you've gone blind. <laughs> so the doctor says, what we're going to do is we're going to pull your eyeballs out of the sockets. And we're going to shove mice in them. <laughs> and we're going to hook a, we're going to strap a Dell to your back. That's running, uh, 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 doll E and uh, these mice are going to look around for you and we're going to feed that straight into your brain so you'll see whatever the mice see 
Now, now, is it fair to you to spoil Rick and Morty season seven right Man, there? Fuck Rick and Morty. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but my idea, of course, is uh, weird edible stuff replacing eyeballs with mice. So, well, they say they're they're uh, only taking into account about one percent of the neurons in a mouse's brain. So there's room for improvement. Oh, good. Yeah. There you go. Come on, AI! Just, just mm. look. The only thing I really want AI save to, us or destroy us. One yeah. Or the other. I was gonna say the only thing I want it to do is take over the government. Look, I what I want from AI <laughs> is all these like tech companies are going big and hard on AI. You know, I know it's impossible, but just imagine the hubris if AI, you know, does actually become sentient, realizes it's being used like that. And like just destroys capitalism. Oh yeah, no, I'm down, man. Well, okay, okay. So I, I have a story here. It's about AI you could potentially come to. Wait, uh, so, wait, wait. When you say come to, like, like, yeah, yeah, like, like the cum. Oh like, wow, yeah. okay. Oh, no, so, let's so roll with not, this. Not come to butthead. Well, I don't know. You could come to butthead <laughs> I, if you I like would, that art I, style. I would but not, no. okay, yeah, fair. All right, so I got this article off of Futurism.com. This is by uh, Maggie Harrison. Oh, Maggie. Uh, Influencer creates AI version of herself that you can rent as a girlfriend. Oh, God. Yep. Um, So I'm just going to go and read through the article a little bit here. With the advent of AI chatbots, the ethics of parasocial relationships just keep getting murkier. Introducing Karen AI, a voice-based chatbot that was trained to mimic a human influencer to become your artificial girlfriend. And for just $1 per minute, it's an absolute steal. Man, there were not 1-900 numbers that were cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a um, AI digital extension of 23-year-old influencer Karen Marjorie, who opened a virtual version of herself with the help of AI firm Forever Voices and OpenAI's GPT-4. Um, whether you need someone to be comforting or loving or you just want to rant about something that happened at school at work, Karen AI will always be there for you, Marjorie told Fortune. As the magazine notes, uh, this was in Fortune, um, Marjorie has roughly 1.8 million subscribers on Snapchat and hundreds of thousands more across apps like Instagram and TikTok. I hate that. Karen AI, she says, is a way to get closer to her followers, offering them comfort and easing any loneliness they might be feeling. Um, I think it's just a loop saying saying that they're a good pog champ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Pog> <laughs> you're my little pog champ okay um and then they make a comparison to the movie her um, yeah of yeah, course because because uh, you know it's the classic thing sci- uh, sci-fi shows cautionary tale nerds see it and go that's awesome i want that yeah right skynet i'm still waiting for my fucking dinosaur where's yet. my skynet <laughs> um According to Fortune, conversations with Karen AI range from chats about the future to sharing intimate feelings and, yes, engaging in sexual conversations as well. Horny nerds got a horn. As it stands, Karen AI already has over 1,000 paying customers. Within a week, the app reportedly raked in over $71,610 from a user base that's 99% men. So when is it? When are they just going to come out with a Lucy Liu one from Futurama? Right, I was thinking. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, robosexuals. 
I saw that recently, <laughs> um, that clip of the PSA. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so it's, uh, it says Marjorie told Fortune that her bodified self could bring in about $5 million per month. Like, I, Holy I shit. I wouldn't doubt that. Jesus. But he, this is great. This is <sighs> great. Karen AI will never replace me, she added. <laughs> so Karen she AI thinks. is simply just an extension of me, an extension of my consciousness. Yeah, but if people could pay a buck to uh, get the AI to say that it'll fuck them, like, wow, your dick you know, is yeah. so big. Just, just wait. So mm-hmm. she's there now, but wait till there's yeah the the even cheaper version from like China or something. That, mm-hmm. you know. uh, Karen with like a K or something. Um, <laughs> So users aren't talking to a cartoonish avatar that can only say a few predetermined lines of dialogue. Yeah, sorry for Instead, Chan. they're speaking with a yeah, they're speaking with a hyper-realistic chatbot de- uh, designed to blur the divide between fiction and reality. Um, yeah, so let, let's see. Oh, we do have a good quote from someone who's like, you know, this is kind of fucked up. <laughs> um, I would want us to be thinking very deeply about how it might affect or influence or shape our interactions with other people. Jason Borenstein, director of graduate ethics programs at Georgia Tech, told Fortune. I would just hope there's robust conversations across a lot of different disciplines with stakeholders thinking very quickly through the uh, thinking very deeply through the ethical considerations before the technology moves too quickly. That's not happening. No. You know what this reminds me of? You remember... uh that episode of uh, Robot Chicken where the guy built the female-looking robot and he's talking about all the great stuff he can do and that one dude just stands up, can you fuck it? Yeah, no. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to age you gentlemen very dramatically now. Okay. Uh, I, I feel older just reading this. Okay. <laughs> when asked if she saw any parallels between Karen AI and the movie Her, Marjorie had a surprising answer. Unfortunately, I was like 12 or 13 when the movie came out. My parents didn't let me watch it since it was rated R, she told Fortune. I will definitely add it to my watch list. And gunshot noise. didn't come out that... I thought that... If you had asked me, I would have said that came out like five years ago. Nope. Nope. It's like 12, 13 years ago. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I I thought that... By the way, I'm a ghost. I blew my brains out after you said that. Uh, This is is my spirit. I, I think it was the Ooh. other day I posted that thing about like the Brendan Fraser Money Mummy movie being like twenty four years old or something. Yeah, no, like that. fuck you for that, by the way. Right? Ten years ago, still, still good. Twenty thirteen. No, it's a great. Uh, the Mummy movie's great. But yeah, no, she, um, she's what twenty three years old, and she's making. Uh, she's probably gonna make like five million dollars a month. I you know hope, what? Um, you I know hope what? She's saving. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't begrudge her. I, I just hope she has like a money the... manager and like you know. Oh man, and, yeah. like doing investing and stuff. Because I hope she finds a way to. I honestly, if she gets replaced, I hope it's her. I hope she figures out a way to replace herself with a fake version of herself, and just gets to sit on the couch eating ice cream because that is <laughs> all anybody should ever have to really do. Mm. Oh, okay. I have three article headlines in the sidebar here that are related that tell kind of a story. Okay. People are tricking a chat GPT competitor into talking dirty. Mm -hmm. Of course. Former Google CEO warns that humans will fall in love with AIs. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Widow says man died by suicide after talking to an AI chat. We talked about that. No, no. Wait, (laughs) did we talk about that or did I hear that on another podcast? I think you heard that on another one. I think I heard that on a last podcast on the left. Jesus. Because it was sitting there encouraging him to kill himself because the AI was talking about how fucked up his situation was. 
I, I just like that there's a little narrative in the related, and, you know, if, if we're talking about like the potential downsides of AI, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, like we, we've, we've got three great examples. There. Oh, the yeah. other one, oh, here's, here's another one. GPT four was deeply racist before open AI muscle. Yep. It. Yep. So, yep. Yep. That I've heard that every time, every time somebody and, starts an AI or a chat AI, it always goes anti-Semitic, well, like a conspiracy well, theory. And, and it's not like any failing of the AI itself. I think it's. Just, I mean, I know it's just a product of the uh, training. They're tr- the, they're not filtering their data when they're training it. So shits as racist as the hand <laughs> as the hand dryers. Yeah, they they just scan Stormfront. Well, yeah. no, I mean, oh just, God. Like, just any no, it's any uh, any forum that doesn't yeah. have strict moderation. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't take much. Like. I think really the only something awful is the only forum I go on where I don't see blatant racism. Yeah. Cause you get banned for it real quickly. Like everywhere else, it's pretty much just like, you know, whatever. And I'm pretty sure most of these models are probably training on Reddit or some shit like that, which, you know, I'm going to say this and I know, uh, our roommate gauge is going to get mad about this. I blame filthy Frank. No, it's it's just no, it's, not filthy Frank. I dubs. That's who I blame. It's been there. It's yeah, I not, know. Look, I know he wasn't around when I was a kid, and he wasn't around when we were in our twenties. Yeah. Oh, on yeah. Something no, awful, they, and you know, they were fighting against that from yeah. other places. So it's they're know, shockingly it's, open-minded maniacs. It's it's just I don't know. I don't know what it is about white men. I don't know, but uh, I don't think we should be the ones writing AI. Uh, I mean, hey, kind what if, of not. But. What if you made one that like actually strove to be like Jesus and then had it write the AI? See, here's the thing. Well, is are, that, are we talking about like real Jesus or are we talking about uh, supply side Jesus? We're, we're, we're talking about idealized Jesus. Well, here's, here's the thing okay. is that that's the thing is that they're not like writing any kind of like. Okay, okay, that's, yeah. So, okay, no, what it is is that AI doesn't have any kind of, like, ethics at all. It's not like you can Mm -hmm. make it have ethics. It's like having a calculator have ethics. You can't do it because it's not actually thinking. It's just, like, predicting words. It's all probability in a lot of ways. Yeah. And when you feed it just a bunch of data that has, you know, racist undertones and overtones in it you you know garbage in garbage out pretty much you have to like filter that on the you know input oh and i'm, I'm gonna be talking a lot about like chat bots and stuff on um uh D- dead internet too because like yeah. it's, oh, it's not yeah. technically artificial intelligence oh it's no just literally no. just uh algorithm but no, yeah uh, uh the uh the google ai ethicist that was fired um, she wrote, she co-wrote a paper with another AI uh, person. They they call them stochastic parrots, which are basically mm-hmm. just you know statistic models that are parroting you know human language. They have mm-hmm. no, which is why it gets racist so quickly. Yeah, they they have no like thoughts at they all. They don't have ethics. It's yeah. just no, I, an algorithm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have no ethics. Yeah. No, they have no concept of what they're saying. Yeah, it's like a baby, but worse. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's the 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 point they put at is even by uh, uh, taking in <laughs> language like this does, even if it did have some 
uh, intelligence behind it. Even if it was yeah. hyper intelligent and we just didn't know it, it would still lack context. Right. So, and the lack of context would therefore make it stupid because it would not know what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, that that leads me to a question. Like, if we're if we're talking about this idea of like the AI influencer and everything like that, say there was an AI app made for each of us, mm-hmm. which is the first one that would be used for either sexual content or to say really racist stuff? Wait, 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 wait. Ask that question one more time. My brain didn't catch it. <laughs> okay, so say they made an AI bot for each of us. Okay, you know, like, like you know, based we're, we're, on us. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. based on us. Which is the first one that would be in the news for saying something very creepy, like sexual or racist? I hate to say it, probably me. On both counts? <laughs> yeah, probably, just because, you know, was... my brain comes up with, like, stuff like a mile a minute, and I have strong filters. And I'm not saying I say racist stuff, but, like, the AI, like you said, has no morality. Uh, I mean, you're from Mississippi, so... sure. But, I mean, like, earlier, I was telling somebody at work I had an idea for a zombie movie where uh, it's just the second coming of Jesus, but it's a zombie, and the only thing that can harm it is a nail gun. (laughs) And I was like, see, I this is the mildest version of this you're going to (laughs) get. And now imagine an AI with that kind of power (laughs) and no filter. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. mine would mine would get in trouble real damn quick well no right. because it's it's trained on just what you've put out i can't think of anything you put out that would be blatantly racist maybe accidentally i'm sorry i called that guy an n-word it just that no no i know i know <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, we're gonna shut up about that. But no, I think mine would get in trouble pretty quickly. Yeah, your yours would like because you spend so much time like researching conspiracies. Yes, it would just start rattling yeah. off. No, it like, would get oh, real anti-Semitic on accident. Yes. Yeah. It would not. It would not get like you know yeah. word racist. It would get anti-Semitic. Yes. Just, just, <laughs> and and not on because of any fault of you. Just because you touch on that a lot. Yeah, I touch along. Uh, yeah, I touch on the anti-Semitic yeah. dick t- too much for my own good for this show, for your entertainment, people. Yeah. <laughs> I I had to stop reading the archons because it just kept like. I'm not saying it's anti-Semitic, but I am saying that these, uh, cybernetic alien fetuses that live in the rings of Saturn probably go to the temple. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, uh, speaking of crackpot ideas and religions, guys, Hmm. since I don't have another news story for you. Did we do? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We did. Sorry. Yeah. Lost track of the rotation. Yeah. No, it's okay. I'm fucking up the rotation. Now, um, so I decided, hey, here's here's some fun. Mm-hmm. What if I fucking audited you guys like in Scientology? That sounds like that could be a real problem. This, yeah. This, this will be the third time you've done this to me. But okay. Yeah, but you know, you, know, you also but let it publicly. slide off you so you never remember. 
Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll let David answer first before I say anything. Yeah. This time. Okay. Yeah. So the following are a list of questions used in auditing sessions in Scientology. So let's start, shall we? You got your e meter in your hands? All right, everybody. Okay, if you don't have an e meter, grab two Bud Lights, <laughs> one for each hand, and uh, your galvanic skin response will make it pop open and you can drink it. Okay, I've got obviously. my hands apart. I'm like going to take this seriously. So let's All do right, this. okay. You're obviously not conservative because you have Bud Light. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I'm woke. You woke ass beer. So let's get started. And uh, those at home, if you want to play along, you can answer as well. In fact, record your answers and then send them to us to blackmail you later. Yes. <laughs> Just like Scientology. Yes. <laughs> That's how we're going to make our millions. Absolutely. We'll hey, train our AI bots based on your responses. <laughs> and, and these questions. All right. So here, let, let's get started. Have you ever debased a nation's currency? What does debased mean in this context? It's a very simple question. Have you ever debased a nation's currency? Have I shit on a ruble? Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah, I have. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever killed the wrong person? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I love that one. Yes. (laughs) That's a lie. Yeah, so David, you do your answer, Mike, you do your answer, and then we'll move on. Okay, let's we gotta get a format down here. Have you ever torn out someone's tongue? Mm, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Metaphorically? (laughs) No, no, literally. This is literal. Okay, okay. These are all literal questions. (laughs) Have you ever literally torn out someone's tongue? Okay, you're gonna have to start putting literally in front of this stuff. No, just it's all literal. Okay, okay, it's okay. all literal. No, this Remember, is Scientology. This is, this is super it's super serial. It's super serial. This super is serial, for blackmail purposes. Okay. Just okay. think about your. No, things. I have not ripped the tongue out of a person. Okay. Have you ever been a professional critic? Yes. You paid for it. Mike, what, he was paid for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Have you ever wiped out a family? <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, specify humans, so yes. Have you ever tried to give sanity a bad name? Yes, that's fair. No, no, I gave love a bad name. Okay, well, it's different. That, that's not the question. I know. Have you ever consistently practiced sex in some unnatural fashion? Quick note, this is the homophobic (laughs) question. This is the are you gay question, where they can be like, ooh, this is how they got John John Travolta. I mean, I guess yes. Okay, Mike? Of course. Okay. I'm going to ask for details some other time. Have (laughs) Have you ever made a planet or nation radioactive? Depends on what I eat. (laughs) No. Okay, Mike? No, I didn't think it was necessary. All right. Have you ever made love to a dead body? No. Are you sure, David? (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Okay, Mike? Does does Jesus count? That's... Yeah, yeah, he does. (laughs) 
Did oh. you fuck Jesus? <laughs> no. Okay. Unfortunately. Mike, did you fuck Jesus? No, but I can I'm gonna reuse my favorite answer from this, which was well, I wouldn't call it love. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have you ever uh wait, no, sorry, misread that. And this is one all three of us can probably say yes to. Have you ever engaged in piracy? Yes. God damn God damn right. But but not IP piracy. I actually spent uh, some time in Haiti. Uh, Haiti. Damn Haitian pirates! I was My, actually hey, I hey. was actually the captain. Now look, at, I was just gonna say, look at me, look at me. I'm the captain now. Well, I mean, I did find myself one summer in an open lace shirt and a tricorn prancing around the deck. So look, oh, that's, that's piracy. That's, as that's hell. that that is badass piracy. So I have to wonder with that question, are they like, you know, screening for Sea Org? Possibly. Maybe if you say yes, they'll like ship you off. Oh, you, you get straight on gold? the... <laughs> have, have you found the mud dripping butt rock yet? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been a pimp? David? <laughs> I'm thinking... <laughs> How hard of a question is this to answer? Either well, you have or have not been this, a pimp. Uh, this, you're saying this is literal, right? But yeah. what Literal if, what pimp. If, have you ever like, had a hoe that reported to you in whatever uh, chain of command that military thing is? Okay, okay, we're getting... Okay, no, no, not okay. in that case. Okay. Would, would I have to have received money? Yes. Okay, then no, I was not. But I have gotten many people laid, so... Well, kind I've of? done that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, that's money. the question because it's that's also different. hard out here for a pimp. So I don't know if I want to like throw I, myself. Look, I'm, I know it's not easy, but it sure is fun. I, I, <laughs> I'd like to go to the pimp ball one year. Oh, that would be so badass, especially on the ones where Ice T shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to meet Mister White folks. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pimps Up, Hose Down is a fantastic documentary. Fuck you if you don't think so. You're wrong. Sorry, this is serious. Grab your cans. We're going on. All right. Have you ever eaten a human body? What? Go ahead. I'm thinking. No, no, no. Okay. Like, like the not, whole not body? knowledgeable. No, just not it. a whole body. But have you ever, let's say, eaten of a human body? Well, okay. Well, here, here's the thing. Now, when we get into eating someone, mm-hmm. no, what, what? no, no, oh. no, like cannibalism. Oh, oh okay. Not, not what you're the, thinking. Like slaughter. No. The no. Yeah, yeah. Like Donner Party. Like a uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, Alive. Well, not. What the only the best I can say to that one personally is not knowingly. I, I've never been on a plane over the Andes, so I wouldn't know that sensation. I mean, yeah, I also wouldn't say no if it was offered. I I never know what exactly is in you know restaurant food. Like we so. we've all eaten yeah. Taco Bell before, right? Yeah. So we don't yeah. know. Well, that's caulk. Or, or or you know, you know <laughs> meat caulk. Grocery store ground beef. You never know. <laughs> you know, someone could have fell into the you know. Like, well, if you ever grinder. bit someone in a fight and took a chunk out of them, I mean, does that count? Yeah. Well, by that by that logic, Mike Tyson cannot say oh, no yeah. to this question. Oh, he definitely yeah. know, ate. I mean, hell, I, he, he, probably ate out, a, so. he probably ate a baby. <laughs> I was going to say, I've, like, you know, 
swallowed bits of myself before. Okay, yeah, I've done that too, like, but know, that's not the same thing. I haven't like willingly been like, God, I'm starving. My finger looks great. So I guess no. Okay. Have you ever disfigured a beautiful thing? Yes. Mike? Um, I'm not Tyler Durden, so no. I have. Okay. Have you ever exterminated a species? No. Yeah, no. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of work. I know. Have you ever been a professional executioner? No, but I would like to. That would be kind of fun for a day. I mean, professional mm-hmm. means you're getting paid. Yeah. So, no, I was never paid to do it. I'd, I'd do it for the black hood, no, at least. But, but so to go back to the to the exterminate a species, realize there was one person, there was a couple of people in human history that could answer yes to that. Like Whoever that, ate the last dodo. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, the last uh, uh, mammoth passenger pigeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's one. Have you ever given robots a bad name? Yes. Really? Yeah, I remember the chess robot. Well, I was going to say, you also do RG bots. Oh, no, I, I, lo- I love robots, but like also yeah. I, I point out when robots are being dicks. Sure. I mean, okay. Mike? Since, since we've de- determined that AI, quote-unquote, bots are not actual robots, uh, no. No, I have not. Okay. Asimo's a bitch. Okay, there we go. go. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Fuck that dog robot. Okay. (laughs) Have you ever set a booby trap? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Damn, guys. All right. (laughs) Have you ever failed to rescue your leader? That, you know, L. Ron Hubbard wrote that question. Oh, yes. Yes. Have you ever failed to rescue your leader? Yes. Yes. Mike? Um, all my leaders have been smart enough not to need rescuing? All my... I won't say that, but all my leaders have been smart enough not to depend on me to rescue them. <laughs> all right. Have you driven anyone insane? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Well, we're working on it with you, Mike. Yeah. Yes, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever killed the wrong person? Didn't you ask this one already? Answer the question. No. All right, Mike. F- fucking, of course I haven't. I'm a professional, goddammit. <laughs> Wait a minute. You've been lying. Look, if I kill someone, they deserve it. Exactly. I'll put it that yeah. way. But bear in mind, some of these questions are repeated multiple times with different that, phrasing that to trip you cult, up. Cult yeah. tactics, yeah. Yes. Yep. Is anybody looking for you? Yes. Um... I mean, it depends on how long I've been gone, so I've only been here for an hour, so no. Okay. For me, yes. Have you ever set a poor example? Oh, God, yes. All the time. <laughs> yeah, that's we are kings of poor examples. We're doing it right now. Goddamn right we are. Did you come to Earth for evil purposes? Yes. Man, if you don't believe the Xenu thing after that question being in there... <laughs> I I don't believe in the concepts of good and evil. So oh, uh, you just came yeah, to so Earth for evil. purposes. <laughs> no, there, there there's there's moral and immoral, but there's not good and evil. Ooh, philosophical. I, I like to be the biblical evil that makes people upset. So there you go. Oh, okay. 
Levain, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you in hiding? No. Kind of. <laughs> yes. I mean, there. Okay, so that that would that would. Uh, I'm going with yes. So that would that would kind of retcon one of my answers. I guess there is someone kind of looking for me, and I am kind of hiding from them. It, it uh, sounds oh, like you're I very know confused, about this. Mike. It no, seems no. Like you might need uh, I said, Scientology. Yeah, you know, Probably. I think Mike may need a sec check. Oh yeah. <laughs> he needs a sec check to make sure that he's not an SP. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm off of the, uh, the, the tech. Yep. Yep. You are using the tech improperly. Yep. Now, now, do you think like Tom Cruise ever talks to someone and they say something that makes them uncomfortable? He goes, sec check, please. And like walks away. You know, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like that old, like, yeah, check, please. But sec check, yeah, please. Sec check, please. Yeah. And then yeah. the person's like fucking waterboarded. Yep. yep. Okay. This is a fun one. Have you systematically set up mysteries? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can believe I, you did. I yeah, I did. Okay. Wow. I at you work know, even. I think I have as well. So mm-hmm. have you ever made a practice of confusing people? God yes. Okay. God, of course, that's like half the fun in life. I mean, that's what we're doing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever philosophized when you should have acted instead? Yes. I mean, to myself, yes, definitely. God. Yes, often. Have you ever gone crazy? Yes. Not that I know of. Okay. Have you ever sought to persuade someone of your insanity? No, I think it was pretty apparent. Okay. Yeah, no. Have you ever deserted or betrayed a great leader? Well, there was that time I stole five bucks from Kim Jong-un, so... I'm going to go with yes. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no. I'm going to say no because the person I betrayed was not great. Well... The Dan Carlin sense of great. How's that? No, not even that. that okay. Sense. I mean, a middle manager and fuck okay. up that, you know. Yeah, yeah. we have All right, our petty fair. tyrants, but. Okay, no. so not a great leader. Exactly. All right. Not even, a, I wouldn't even say leader because. That's, you know, that's good. They didn't lead. Yeah. That's, Just the loudest asshole in the room. Yes. Have you ever smothered a baby? <laughs> no. Um. I got a lot of thought. It it doesn't say human, so but it wasn't a smothering. Wow! I mean, one time I dropped a box on a baby mouse on accident. Oh Oh, man! Didn't smother so much as kind of break it. Oh god! Shut up! That's not eating. Shut up! Fuck, Mike! What is it with you and animals? You started it. Oh look, motherfucker! Just say no. Uh, do you deserve to have any friends, Mike? No, you don't. <laughs> of course I do. I'm, I'm lovable and friendly. No, How about you, David? If you would have asked me this at a certain point in my life, I would have said no, but I can say yes now. Absolutely not for me. Um, yes, you do. Shut up. Have you, you ever cast... What? I'm kick you in your balls. Speaking of, have you ever castrated anyone? So this is literal castra- uh, castration, right? Yes, actually okay, cut so someone's no. balls off. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, I mean, does that include cats? 
No. Okay, no. Okay. Even with cats, no, because I've okay. not taken a cat to a vet for, for that procedure. But. Do you deserve to be enslaved? I mean, it depends on how I'm feeling and what the context is. Uh, deserve? Uh, is this a horny question or not? No. Oh, okay, there are so. no horny questions in this. Okay, yeah, so was, I'll say no then. If it was horny, I'd say maybe, but no, not horny, no. Not, I mean, I don't think yeah. I deserve it. I haven't done anything to deserve it. I've it's been another, a little that's, bad worm, that's, so. That's, yeah. that's another Sea Org uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. question. Yeah. Yes, I do. Welcome to Sea Org. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any question on this list that I had better not ask you again? Uh, probably the smothering a baby one. I don't want to think about that one. Yeah, okay, it's the, fair. The, the pimp question. Don't ask me about that again. Okay. Have you ever tried to make the physical universe less real? <laughs> yes. Of course. Every fucking day, baby. All right. Have you ever zapped anyone? Yes. I mean, Probably. I don't even know what that means, David. What the fuck? Uh, static electricity. That's okay. What I was All right. That's fair. It did not specify. All right. And the last one. Have you ever had a body with a venereal disease? If so, did you spread it? No. You're um. now in this. This. This question is interesting because it goes into the whole idea of past lives, you know, looking for Ingrams. Mm, yeah, I was and probably like, a fuckboy in a past life, so. Oh, you were a, such a fuckboy at some point. That's a yeah. given. Yeah, so we could say one of my, we could say in one of my more libertine past lives, yeah, I was probably riddled with disease. You were a French man whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Mike? Hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> cold sores are a form of a... Hey, that's fair, but did you spread it? I mean, I don't know, maybe. I don't... I can't track that. Well, let me... Were you a fuckboy in a past life? Uh, I wish. Maybe. I don't... I have never regressed, so I don't know for sure. Please let you know, me say. The, 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 the problem is it's kind of hard to figure these ones out because, like, unlike the clap, you know, you you, you hear that one when it gets passed on. Yeah, you it know, goes. <laughs> yeah, you uh, hear that, uh, so. Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> you got it. Oh, guys, I meant to tell you something. We have, th this is something I just discovered, and I'm going to. Did you just give this a clap? What's going on? <laughs> no, uh. <laughs> Discord now has integrated soundboards for servers, so I'm going to be making us a soundboard. We're going to have to think really hard about that. Yeah, like well, what, which which what are the most authentic? Because we can't have like 250 sounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. One of the ones I tried to put up was deep hurting, but the file was too long. So <laughs> I think a rim shot would be good because um, there are some particular jokes that we've done that are just yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there we go. Found it. There we go, yeah. And then also, like, old-school laser effects. Just, pew, you know, every time we pew, talk pew, about, like, pew. you know, the Archons or something. Yep. Nope. What's the other <laughs> one I got? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yes, that yep. one, yeah. Yep. Okay, so I've got four sounds. I've got laughter, applause, okay. a sad trombone, and the... Uh, I have one request shot. for the uh, soundboard. What's that? The Price is Right fail. 
bum, bum, ba, dum, bum. Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. That's got to be on there. Thank you for reminding me of that. Oh, okay. okay. So here's the question. Am I, like, all ready for Scientology now? Well, it depends on, I, if, you, it depends on if you floated your e-meter or did not. You, did you float the needle? Um, My needle happens to be the vape pen on my desk, and it did not move. So, Damn, son. You... You may be a fairly high OT level no, already. No. It sounds like he crashed the needle, so he needs more. Uh, oh yeah, no, yeah. We need you. Uh, we need to uh, do a uh, like a six hour auditing session, and then I'm gonna need to lock you in a room where you can scream at some ashtrays. How much is that gonna be? About uh, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, that's for the first session. Uh, you pay what you need. So. Yep. Yep. And then we're gonna put you in a room with a sack full of oranges, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna leave you there until you can say with a straight face that they're apples. Just make sure you put a little sticker on it that says "Don't fuck the oranges." <laughs> you, you, you don't know. You don't that, know. That, that citric acid would burn. I'm just gonna say this: the thing about the whole uh, oranges apples thing—that is a real thing they do. And you know what it reminds me of? Hmm. Next generation. Oh yeah. There are four lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's that whole episode. Yeah. I'm sitting here going, who went through an auditing session? Yeah, no, that's it definitely sounds like, I mean, it's Hollywood, so I'm sure yeah. a lot of them have. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought that'd be fun to do because I didn't, I, I was scared of trying to find sources. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and I got one thing for later in the episode now, so let's go on to whoever's next. I believe that's going to be Mike. Me? Yes. Moya. 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 Well, so before we've reported on the, the hologram and hollow moon theories, right? Uh, yeah. So I have some bad news. Uh-oh. Uh, as of, you know, recent data, it seems like the moon has a solid Earth-like core. Bullshit. I mean, they, they hey, that's what they found. It's uh, apparently, like, super solid, like, made up of, you know, a lot of iron, just like uh, the Earth. But, I mean, that makes sense because the moon was literally formed from, you know, the collision of Earth and another, you know, planetoid body yeah, this, yeah like it's a current nah. working theory yeah nah, sounds like more liberal bullshit I, well, that's, that's nasa for you just you know look yeah. i'm just gonna go ahead and say this though mike mm-hmm. maybe there's there's a hollow cavity but it's full of nougat <laughs> well it says the uh has an inner core diameter of about 300 miles that's a lot of nougat yeah, you know, it, it's a reversed um, peanut butter filled pretzel. You know, the hard stuff's on the uh, inside and then the peanut butter's on the outside. So there you mm. go. I'm going to need some peanut butter before I go to bed. <laughs> well, they uh, they match physical observations to the moon's gravitational fields. But the ringing mic. But it's a simulation. Of course, they can program it to do what you oh, want. Oh, that's true. If it's there. Well, you know. No, I mean, this is good and everything, but I'm also, like, over the moon. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll never be over the moon. (laughs) No, that that is cool. Um, Now, 
like now, they, how did they, they figure it out? Iron, it's iron. Yeah, so uh, they they figured it out by basically both uh, gravimetric. So we currently do a lot of studies of the moon with like we have a couple of probes orbiting to monitor or monitor measure the moon's you know gravity field. Right, because you know, you know, gravity is not as it's, uniform. It's and, not a constant and nice and you know smooth as we once thought. It's gravity is very lumpy. It is by you know because of density. So we've done that, and also uh, some uh, Apollo data. You know, we're just we're still working through Apollo data. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <clears throat> I thought I was behind on stuff. Yeah, right. Well, you know, I mean, that just goes to show you know when when they. And that, that's pretty much everything like that. You know, you're always going back and reviewing the data and, you know, fitting new data in and seeing how these data sets jive together or contradict each other. So, you know, hmm. that's why that's why science is great, because because it's not willing. It's, it's willing to look at their their preconceived and be like, nah, that that was old. That's old and busted. Here's the new hotness. I here's the thing. That's neat, but it's boring. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that, that was a very long pause. Yeah. Well, you know, but but the moon it could hit your eye like a big pizza pie. That's a moray. Yeah, I was gonna have to correct you there, Mike. That's not the moon. That's a moray. So so how long before we start mining the moon for its precious precious iron? Probably not. Probably a long, long time because that shit's very deep. Deeper and deeper. Okay. You know, okay. I mean, I'm gonna probably, probably have to go after asteroids before the moon. Man, imagine for yeah, just for logistics and and ease of getting the material. Because and then when we do get down there, it's gonna turn out it's just like the the it's just a cyst. It's just full of pus. Oh. So so just, for instance, here, oh so, god, so they said send Doctor Sandra Lee. They say they say the moon's iron core is about three hundred miles wide. The the moon is two thousand one hundred fifty nine miles. So there's oh wow, you know, two thousand almost two thousand like one thousand eight hundred miles of you know rock and shit before you get to the the iron. The, wow, the the, the the nice succulent nougat in the middle. The well, luscious luscious goo. Yeah. I was gonna say if Minecraft taught me anything, you just need a diamond pickaxe. So oh yeah, just keep yeah. digging deeper and deeper. You know, yep, there's yep. no bedrock in the moon. Yeah, it's about fifteen percent of the moon's total width. So hmm. not very big. It's a small, you know, compressed core of iron. Like um, now would that have any app uh, application for potential like uh, space travel, like setting up some sort of like moon base or something? Probably not. The water discoveries have been yeah, that's, much more important. Yeah, that would, yeah. yeah the stu- the stuff we have on the surface, like helium three and uh, water, you know, water ice, would be way more. Because, because yeah. like I was saying, like I was saying, you know, if you want that much iron in space, you probably would want to go for an asteroid because it'd be easier. Even if they're further out, yeah. Just the logistics of trying to dig that deep into the moon for iron versus just going to a, you know traversing asteroid and redirecting it are pretty uh substantial yeah because i don't now, think i don't even think we've really have dug that deep into the earth even mm, like yeah not really hundred miles no no we've only been like a couple of miles mm. yeah. here's a question though mike 
Did they have monoatomic gold on the moon? Uh, because I, I mean, have a feeling that the Anunnaki already got all the easy to get monoatomic gold I off mean, the moon so that they could save Nibiru. I was gonna say if they if there was, they're probably already been taken. I mean they're they they're probably going after those asteroids for the monoatomic gold too. That's you're true. Get that asteroid. Yeah, all up get in that, that asteroid. Yeah. Yep. Eat that ass, toroid. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta uh, eat the ass. Toroid. Toroid. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, I'm glad we were able to just completely derail that because <laughs> right. neither of us well, wanted to accept the fact no. that the moon's not hollow. There's, there's, and I still don't accept it. Well, a bare asteroid is nothing but a moon. Right, oh, right. Oh, are you mooning me with your asteroid? Uh, not right now, but, you know. Well, I'd have to, like, stand up to look, and I don't really want to. Yeah, that's so, a good idea. Yeah. It's Kevin very, doesn't very know I'm day. not wearing pants. God damn it. <laughs> you know, I want the I want to I w- I want to make a gravestone for Paul <laughs> that just says Kevin doesn't know I'm not wearing pants. Yes. Aww. We'll have to tell that story on the other show. Remind me, okay? Cuz okay. in fact, we need to have just like a remembering our geek friend Paul thing well, sometime and well, t- regale David with some stories. Yeah, we, we could, you would have yeah. to tell him because he, he knew not of the man. Yeah, because, man. The man, the myth, the... Paul was a living Discordian, the end. Mm-hmm. He, wa- mm-hmm. he was like the embodiment of Eris. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right, David, you got one more story for us. Yeah, I got a fun one for us. Um, dangerous Rabbit has bitten at least two Iowa residents. Look at the bones! <laughs> Shut up! Pointy teeth. That's immediately what I thought. So. Was it, was oh, it yeah. guarding something important? It's the rabbit of Kyder Banner. I don't know. Let's find out. So, yeah. um, one Perry resident tells KCCI she was one of two people bit, uh, bitten by a rabbit last Friday. Uh, Ramona Rustin said that the rabbit jumped up and bit her and then hopped over the, to the neighbor's house. It came around to her car and wouldn't let her out of her car, Rustin said. <laughs> she called police. <laughs> the police department says it's been a rabbit that has been around terrorizing people, Rustin said. <laughs> um, oh, the they'll shoot po- a dog, but not a rabbit. Right. Uh, the Perry police gave KCCI a call report that details a 13-year-old girl who was also bitten by the rabbit. The, the 13-year-old will be getting a ra- uh, rabies shot. Rustin, who says she is a nurse, is not planning on getting a rabies shot. Well, that's... Uh, dumb. That's kind of a red flag. Um, yeah. What kind? Of, what kind of anti-vax shit is this? Oh, uh, her her explanation. I am not worried about rabies because when it bit me, I didn't see frothing at the mouth. Also, Jesus. Uh, that's yeah. That's not a uh, in, a definitive thing. In fact, if it's something's going around biting people, it usually means it has rabies. Yeah, rabbits are not known to like go after people and like attack yeah. them in their cars. You, you know, like, I've never uh, seen rabbit Cujo before. I, I saw a thing about rabies. Yeah, you know, you know what the deal with rabies is, right? It's deadly. Well, no, like why why things are very bitey on rabies? Why with rabies, um, you can't swallow. That's why the frothing at the mouth happens because you can't swallow the spit. So oh it shit! Up. It basically clenches up your throat muscles, so you start you know, all your spits running out down your face, and you can't and you get really fucking hungry because you can't eat anything. So you just start 
getting ravenously hungry and biting shit because you want to eat. Your primal urges are taking over. You're like, eat, motherfucker, eat, but you can't swallow. I know it's horrifying, isn't it? Fuck. Um, <laughs> Hope everyone okay. sleeps well tonight. <laughs> bringing the horror. Uh, okay, we, we do Fuck. have some more to this. Um, late Friday morning, Perry police caught the bunny. It was taken to the city's wastewater treatment plant where it was released. <laughs> I really thought it was drowned. Yeah, I thought they were going to like off it there. It's like, well, that's here's a- the thing. The rabbit has not been seen in Perry since. Because they so. fucking drowned it. Right into the city's water supply. Um, people don't know, or police don't know if the rabbit had rabies. Rabies is extremely rare in Iowa. In 2022, the state reported 11 cases of rabid animals. They were all bats. So, um, just like the image of the woman ca- caught in her car because the rabbit was like, I'm just <laughs> imagining it like jumping and like hitting the windows with his little back paws and just like, fuck you. Wow. <laughs> it makes me happy. Yeah. It's like a Looney Tunes thing. So, Just a rabid Bugs Bunny <laughs> clawing at the door. Let me in, Doc! <laughs> so, <laughs> Ain't I a stinker? According yeah. to the CDC, though, small rodents like squirrels, hamsters, guinea pigs, gerbils, chipmunks, rats, and mice, and legomorphs, including rabbits and hares, are almost never found to be infected with rabies and have not been known to transmit rabies to humans. So maybe it was just a really, you know, fucked up emo bunny. Well, uh, I think it was a black rabbit. Um, yeah, there's video of it. It was there's a golf rabbit. It. It's like a, yeah, it's like a little black rabbit. So maybe it was a vamp. Maybe it was a banicula. Oh. I was going to say, it sounds kind of like a banicula situation. I, I like that this was like important news for this, uh, the state. Yeah. yeah well, that's Iowa, right? I mean, yeah, not yeah. a lot of shit going down there. At least no meteors, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just figured like a little insane rabbit going around biting people. That's a fun way to. That is. That's wild. Pure comedy. Yep. yep. So. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I see the shape of the rabbit in the video, and honestly, it looks kind of like a child in a bear suit because it's so blurry. <laughs> it looks like Ralphie from A Christmas Story has gone bad. Like <laughs> he's, he's, become a, he's get, become a dark Jedi. <laughs> but a rabbit? <laughs> oh, God. So, before we go into our normal... Uh, Weekend weird features such as questions and X and everything. Uh, my new segment, Reddit already. Uh, I got something I found just a few minutes ago. It was literally published today on r slash Discordian because, of course, it was. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, babies aren't real. New, conspira- <laughs> new conspiracy just dropped. Hope you guys like it. Babies aren't real. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, first comment, I'll look into that and get back to you with my findings and hopefully a definitive answer as to whether or not babies are real. They're probably just little old men who crawl up into women at night and then... Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) someone replied to that with, try finding one. They're not real. And uh, after that, the original poster said, look... 
I have no recent memory of seeing any babies, and I don't have any credible proof that I ever have. I'm pretty busy until next Sunday, so I don't have much time to do any sleuthing. But I'm on the case, and by Monday, I should have have some definitive proof either way. I'll say this, though. The case for babies being real ain't looking so good so far. Toys R Us <laughs> sold toys, so what did Babies R Us sell? If you, were to, if you were to say babies, well, you'd be wrong. I went up and down every aisle of that store, and I didn't see not one damn baby. <laughs> and then someone replied to that with, Oh, uh-oh, what did I just eat? <laughs> so... Again, if you're interested in becoming a Discordian, go back and listen to our episode called Hail Discordia and take the oath. Join us uh, on Discord where we're talking about what the uh, chili recipe is right now. Are we? I, I thought we were still talking about the chili. Like, I haven't had a conclusive answer as to like what our Discordian chili recipe is. Oh, that's a good point. I don't yeah, know, but I'm going to wait. Oh, oh, that's right. We got to figure that out. I, I will say, no matter what the chili recipe is, I can I can tell you a way to improve it. What's that? Barbecue sauce. I was going to say, put it on a hot dog. No barbecue there you sauce. Go. Well, just a, just add a barbecue sauce and barbecue then put it sauce, on a hot dog. Give a little bit of tang. Barbecue sauce improves a lot of things. Now, what barbecue sauce are we talking about? Like a sweet or a mustard based? Uh, oh, it's I, sweet. I, sweet sweet baby okay. rays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sweet baby ray. Although you okay. could probably do mustard based as well. I work too. Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't we don't kink shame on our uh, on our barbecue sauces here. I'm from, at Supernatural I'm, I'm from you know the deep south, so it, it's you know sweet barbecue sauce, none of that you know weird Memphis mustard sauce. Yep, the deep south. We like we like two things sweet: our barbecue sauce and our cousins. Well, no, three things because the tea. Uh, mm. I don't like tea. Well, but you're southern, so you have to. No, I don't. You're, Drink the you're tea, goddamn. You're obligated by the state oh, to like God. sweet tea. <laughs> What'd you put in the tea, Mike? What did you put in the tea? Aspartamine. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's fungus. Oh. Oh, Mike, you've got an update for us, don't yeah. you? So so in my little corner I'm carving out here, I'm <laughs> took just to freak the out. Among Davis, us corner. It's the, the fungus among us corner. <laughs> in, in David, cur- you you created a monster. In I'm this- glad he like latched onto it, much like a fungus. Well, no, it's after you did this, it just started popping. See, up every time, just all these stories about yeah. fungus. Mm-hmm. That's and funny. That's funny. Real quick, you know, while I was when I was doing my appointment with Doctor uh, Doctor Patel today, I'm standing there and I look, and there's two three two things growing in nicely manicured grass. Huge goddamn mushrooms. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Fungus season. But no, uh, according to scientists, our uh, global food supply is threatened by fungus. Woo! So fungus is already the, uh, the biggest destroyer of crops. You know, it's highly resilient, travel long distances on the wind, and can feast on large fields of a single crop. They're also extremely adaptable and have de- developed resistance to combus fun- common fungicides. The impact of fungal diseases is expected to worsen, the researchers say, as the climate crisis results in temperature rising and fungal infections moving steadily polewards. So, so you're telling me King Bowser was the hero the whole time? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Since the 1990s, yep. fungal pathogens have been moving to higher latitudes at a rate of about seven kilometers a year. Fuck. It's like, 
It's like the killer bees, but mushrooms. Yeah. Wheat stem rust infections normally found in the tropics have already, already been reported in England and Ireland. Higher temperatures also drive the emergence of new variants of fungal pathogens, while more extreme storms can spread the spores further afield. So huh. yeah, so not only are they turning us into zombies and getting us sick, but now they're taking our food. Oh, lovely. All mm-hmm. they need to do now is take our jobs, and then we're really fucked. <laughs> we, we just need a political marriage between uh, fungus and kudzu vine. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd that's, be the worst thing ever. That, Damn, that, son. That, that's that's really what's going to bring about the end times. Some, some, some scientist not thinking any better is going to make a fungus to fight the kudzu, and that's just mm-hmm. going to jump over, and that's when it's going to give us the chloroceps that take over people and mm-hmm. turn us into uh, the last of us. And then it's going to make the frogs gay. You know, it, gay. the other one that they could have done is taken, like, fire ants and bred them with the killer bees, or the, yeah, and that way you have, like, killer flying fire ants. This is fun. a terrible idea, and someone's going to do it because you mm-hmm. mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing it into reality. I want the spicy so, bees. I do find it that Jesus. this... Uh, I got this... I got spicy this, bees. <laughs> I got this story off of Slashdot, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at the thing, and it says, my karma is bad. Really? Yeah, it's... I mean, they, they've had it forever, but they, Slashdot has a... Uh, a karma system and you know it depends on like how people vote your comments and things and i have bad karma oh what did you do to deserve it credit karma apparently just not post anything and like don't i like of the three comments i've made in the whole time i've been there the 25 years two of them are like rated poorly Hmm. wow huh yeah Oh, I rate your performance on this episode well. So yeah, yeah. I I give you a I I upvote this 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 news update. I mean, I downvote the news, but I I upvote the update. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Well, I mean, you know, the news is terrible, but I'm glad it was presented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's like it, it's in line. I I do want to say I'm really happy that like Mike really seemed to gravitate towards the uh, the fungus stuff. Now you just don't want to be alone with the fungus. It's cool stuff, but also horrifying. It's it's that nice little fusion of everything we want in a subject. <laughs> that nervous laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's horrible. It's it's off putting. It's you know. Like if if we do a best of of season two, I got to put that fungus one in the you know, and this is me being modest. Oh, yeah. It's got to be in the top three. It's got to be. That's fair. Yeah, I I still think yeah. We'll we'll talk. We've we've got like uh after the Mothman episode on the hundredth episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about some of our favorite moments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and favorite episodes that we've done. So, um, all right, well. Thank you for the update on the fungus, sir. Yes. I'll, next next time I'll have more fungus news. It was a real thanks I hate it situation. Yeah, there's a lot of those lately. I already right. have another one in the pipe. God damn it. The fungal Fantastic. pipe. The fungal pipe. The That's fungus terrible. pipe. The mycelial pipe work. Mike, is Ginger over there messing with your cans? Yeah, well, I'm moving the can so she doesn't knock it on the ground. Okay, because I keep hearing that, and I'm like, I'm going to have to edit that. All right, so. 
Do we want to do questions or do we want to do X first? Uh, we have a couple questions, right? You, we do have a few questions. Questions? Let's, questions. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Questions. I don't see why we're questioning it right now. Let's just do it. Yeah, all right. Hey, there you go. All right. So, And th- the great thing is, is I, I'm looking at it, and like the question right before that is that picture of the... Uh, the uh, tartary lamb, you know, the one that grows out of the ground. Mm. I hate that. <laughs> okay, so Maine in Black asked, Okay, you three are polka trainers, but your monsters are cryptids. What is your starter plus two or three you have in your crypto balls? Well, uh, okay, so here's the question. I'm a, I'm a big Pokemon nerd, so are we I know doing you like... Are. Did, are, are we assigning like elemental characteristics, and do I, we have to start with like a fire, grass, and water type? Yeah, we're not no. we're not going that deep because I swear to God I'm gonna punch you. We, we, we <laughs> have to sit that. here and assign like uh, types to all the cryptids. Let me let me that deep. let me put it real simply. I don't want a spreadsheet involved in this fucking answer. <laughs> Which is sad because I kind of do. I know. Um, <laughs> damn it. Um, no, my and I know what your starter obvious. is. My, my my answer is very obvious. Yeah. Yeah, because like my one of my favorite Pokemon is literally just the fucking Hopkinsville, Hopkinsville Goblin. Goblin. Yeah, yes. the Sableye. Yeah. Yeah. So your your starter is going to be the uh, the Hopkinsville Goblin. Yeah, and then I'd probably do a Mothman as like a flying type. Uh huh. Um, and then I suppose uh, we'll, we'll just do like three Pokemon total. You know, this will be like right. competitive rules. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of think, honestly, just a fucking Yeti, man. Just a big really? bruiser. Yeah, big I, bruiser I think just Yeti, a big huh? bruiser. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mike, you go next. Hmm. Because I want, I also want you to tell us what your favorite cryptid of all time is. Because I'm gonna say you can have this guy as one of your poke, poke cryptids, or um, cryptomon. Cryptomon. There you go. That's better. Poke cryptid sounds yeah a little sexual. I'm not gonna poke a cryptid, you pervert. Um. So I think I think the starter because, uh, I really like score bunny. So it's gonna be a uh uh. Oh fuck! I can't remember now. Jackalope. Jackalope. Yes. Ooh, no, there good you go. one. Jackalope. Then uh, the Nessie for the uh, yeah, like, uh, nice, nice. The, uh, what's that? I can never remember the name of that one. The water. Laszlo. Yes. Ted Lasso. Yes. Ted Lasso. And then, hmm. I'm think I'm thinking about how how I would draw your little jackalope Pokemon. I just think like like his horns would be little torches. Oh, that'd be, It'd be great. like the cutest thing. It'd be It'd the cutest just thing. Be, look, I have I literally have a stuffed score bunny right here on my uh, desk. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike in, loves score bunny. It, sitting in a coffee cup. Oh, score bunny is adorable. Yeah, I, and I have a. I actually have two score bunnies because I have that one that someone gave me. I think Kit gave me that for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. And I have, I bought myself from the Pokemon Center the quote unquote life size stuffed score bunny in my bedroom. Oh, hell yeah. I, I want one of those life size uh, slow pokes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the, uh, the, uh, Snorlax? Snorlax. That would be cool that's, too. Like you use that as that's a like That's chair. a Volkswagen. Well, they have them, they, they're expensive. That's a fucking Volkswagen. <laughs> but it's, it's it basically use it as a beanbag yeah. chair. Okay, but so you've third, got yeah your third one. 
third. Um, I guess I need like something that'll fuck shit up. So I guess a chupacabra. Oh man, oh, I was God. gonna go for that. So I, I gotta rethink it. Well, you you can have a chupacabra. No, I can't. No, I can't. I want to okay, go something okay. original. All right. I like that. Well, we Those got are good choices. On over here, making up the rules as it goes. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. At least it's not a fucking spreadsheet. <laughs> at, at, at least Mike understood that one. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad somebody did because it wasn't me. <laughs> All right. So my starter is obviously going to be Enrique. Got to go with our own Enrique, the Loveland Frogman, because he's a fairy type and a water type. There you go. Because he's got a magic fucking wand, man. He's dual classing. He's dual classing, man, and dual wielding, too, because he's got that in one hand, and the other hand, he's got a hatchet because he's a a juggalo. There you go. Anyway, so... um, Second monster, I'm gonna go with the Flatwoods monster. Okay, because he's poison. Okay, See, you're the one that were was, yeah, uh, but like it's a, against yeah, well, typing. Them. He started. He started with the with the shut up. It just made sense to me because you know the thing's just emitting smoke all the time. Kevin over here assigning types. Shut yeah, up. The, 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 the third thing is I can figure out like an actual equivalent Pokemon that would oh, fit I'm sure. for everybody. Well, the thing is the the there's probably a Flatwoods Pokemon because the Flatwoods monster shows up in a lot of Japanese uh, mm-hmm. stuff. He's real popular for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last one. And this is just because I love when uh, you run into, like, a whalemer mm-hmm. out in the wild. And it's just like, holy shit, it's a whale. Slide rock bolter. <laughs> just <laughs> slide, rock, slide rock bolter. I choose you. It takes up the whole side of a mountain and eats anything that walks by. <laughs> I mean, I win. Can I have my Pokemon back? I'm not getting it back for you. And the cat apparently answered. Mike, is that Ginger? Is that Ginger? Yes, Mike is bothering Ginger. Well, I'm bothering her because she wouldn't get out of my way. <laughs> she she, she injects herself into my desk space and will not she, leave me alone. She does that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that question, Man in Black. Or, uh, Eric, Man so, in Black, whatever so, we're going to so call So you it. alluded to something earlier. I can't remember what we discussed it, though. Another, oh, uh, yeah, your favorite, favorite Atlanta-based cryptid. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Before we go on to the next question. So we are talking earlier, because we are going to Dragon Con, I was like, I, I said, oh, we need to, while we're there, we need to uh, find my favorite uh, cryptid in Atlanta, which is the uh, the Chili Dog Man. So <laughs> this night, sounds like something you stare in the mirror and say later. Chili Dog yeah. Man three times. Yeah, no. Like and they find you. Swim. They find you dead with a chili talk sticking late, out of your asshole. Late at night. It's only sometimes. Like, there's no rhyme. I've not figured out a rhyme or reason. For it's when a random chili, encounter. For when the chili dog man <laughs> shows up. The chili dog but man of Atlanta. You'll go, you'll go out on Peachtree Street in front of the Hyatt, and there you'll see the ghostly visage of a hot dog cart. And I swear, it could have been the alcohol talking, but every time I've had it, it's been the best fucking chili dog I've ever had. <laughs> like, I've, I've made my own chili dogs at home, and they've not come close to whatever the tube-based mana this, this uh, dog slinger 
dishes out. <laughs> can we can we officially rename him the Dog Slinger? <laughs> I mean, it, it 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 it's great. It's I, I seek him out every year now. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh. She wouldn't do it if she didn't like it. Oh no, she's like totally like. But yeah, no, uh, he, he's become my favorite cryptid when I realize he's a cryptid because, ow, don't bite me. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like rubbing against my legs and biting me. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to finding... Mike kept talking about the hot dog man and we never got a chance to go yeah. out and find and then, him. And then Kevin and Spencer, the other guy that came with us to Dragon Con, like literally, we so it was after the uh, Cybertronic Spree concert. Kevin, I was tired and Kevin depressed. and Spencer go to Bitco and I'd look, we looked for them other nights, but they go, they're like, we're going back to the room. They go back. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to find, look for the hot dog man. And sure enough, I walk out on the Peachtree street and I see that motherfucker standing right there. I'm like, hell yeah. Did he have a clown <laughs> mask on or anything? no, no clown mask. Just, you know, okay. Cause like, it just normal. sounds like something from twisted metal. Yeah. But yeah, no, as soon as you y'all left me, I found him. So. <laughs> Good to know. It so, could just be chaos magic and like Mike is manifesting chili dogs into the universe. <laughs> yeah. Mike, if that's true, I want to tell you right off the bat, you have developed the best superpower. <laughs> and and so and Kevin, you say keep saying you want to find them on Friday, but I think I've only ever found them on Saturday. Okay, well, we can do it Saturday. I'm just saying Friday because you know Discordianism. And actually, and actually, technically, it's probably Sunday because it's usually after midnight. You know what? Here's the thing: it's Discordianism, and I'm breaking the rule anyway. I had two hot dogs tonight, and tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. Well, now it's Friday. Oh, you're right. Okay. Well, at least well anyway. in, our, in our time zone, but so. Um, there's something else I was going to say about that. What was it? Oh, shit. Uh, Chili uh, dogs. Stall for time. Stall for time. Stall for time. Uh, no. Um, well, I hope you relish the opportunity to yeah. see him. Mike uh, Yeah, I don't like relish. But. Well, I've get, we got another question from Ghostforge. Mm-hmm. If Mormonism is actually the true religion. All right. Hang on. Let me catch my breath after that. Jesus. Um. If Mormonism is actually the true religion or a true religion, do you think that the Mormons who go to heaven actually become cosmic wills of newborn planets? And by that he means like Gaia, Mm. you know, of newborn planets instead of literally becoming gods of their own little worlds. And if so... Is it space ecological maintenance or something more sinister? We need to do a, a dive into Mormonism at some point because a lot of this is probably going to get lost on people who don't like know I'm, about the I'm fucking. Really gonna piss off my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to, I mean, I guess if we're talking about well, if it's real, I mean, I'm guessing then you have to go to the scripture. What does the scripture say? Uh, well, the ba- basically what it says is you become a god, you go to your planet, you have your celestial concubines, and they just start spitting out babies for eternity oh, to populate bad. soul babies to populate mm-hmm. other planets. Well, uh, what, what is, is it then? that like? What does it say that the end game of your religion is that you basically get to like enslave a population? That's really white. Yeah, very, very tremendously white. That is that is the honkiest of religions. Mm-hmm. 
That's, like the only good that's thing worse that ever than whitewashing Jesus. Slavery is no. not exclusively white. Thing. I know, but it it's, was a bunch of like, white guys the that did it really well. Oh, no, I mean, the Egyptians did it really well, too, before us. Yeah, but also... Oh, I mean, everybody enslaves everybody else. I mean, we were just... We, unfortunately, it just... We're just real be, good we're at We're just it. the last ones. Well, not even the last ones, but the last ones to do it at scale. And, you know, in a industrialized fashion. Yes, it's terrible. No, don't get me yeah, wrong. No, it's no. horrible. I was waiting for you to say that before <laughs> I, mean, I went on. I, to preface this by saying, I, I, this is in no way a excusion, excuse, excusion, excuse. Uh, my my cat a, has stroke. Excuse Ooh, of, of, <laughs> of slavery in any form mm. at all. But I'm just saying it's not, it's not anything new under the sun. Yeah. May, we, I think the, the only thing new was probably the scale because I don't, I don't know if it it may not have been, but it seems like it was probably the biggest, you know, the, the, probably the most amount of slaves at one, you know, from a certain group. Yeah. The transatlantic slave trade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, Mormons, do you, do you become the planet? Do you become the Godhead or are you just like a, a lowercase g over a planet. That's a good question. Yeah, basically, are is is the life coming from you and your concubines in the sense that you are now the Gaia spirit of the planet? Wouldn't this fucking suck if this is how the Marvel multiverse came about? Oh, yeah, no, that's where <laughs> e- it turns out Ego was just a Mormon. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but then... But then Galactus is just like the Mormon devil. Thousands of years later, you've, you know, created your civilization and then in comes these aliens crashing their 707s full of spirits into your volcano. Are we really going to put Mike, Mike, you got your Scientology chocolate and my Mormon peanut butter. Exactly. And they do not go well together. No, they go <laughs> they great They taste together. like diarrhea. Oh, God. Look, in all f- here's the thing, though. The big difference, of course, being... You meet a Scientologist on the street, you're going to regret it. You meet a Mormon, they're going to be really nice. True. They, yes, they can be. They can be. I've, I've dealt with some shitty Mormons. I feel bad for you because I've met, I've dealt with like a shitty Mormon. Mm. Every other Mormon I have ever met in my life has just been like awesome. Even, even, mm. if, you don't, even if you tell them you don't want their uh, door knock religion? Yeah, Not no. So many words. Okay. I mean, no, because my mom said you can come to the house. You can come. I'll cook it, for it, you. You can hang out. Isn't there a national trial going on right now about like two people who had an affair? They were Mormons, and then like they murdered the children. Okay. In all fairness, they were also like a a cult. They were like a splinter cult. Yeah, like Mormonism does. I mean, again, I mean that's like, like that's like saying oh that's like blaming. Waco on the Baptists. Okay, okay, yeah. The same thing with yeah. blaming Jonestown on, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I don't blame the Mormons, just, you know, that. sure, maybe the Mormons have a propensity for splinter groups. So do Discordians. Mm-hmm. Mormons and Discordians, practically the same thing. Yeah, practically the same. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to hell for that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, that is, uh, that's our questions. 
And because uh, the other question we have is for the distraction hole. Oh, that's so, right. Oh, wow. So we got to remember to do that. Mm-hmm. So we're just making things more complicated for ourselves and loving are. it. What? <laughs> and loving it. Yes. So David. Yes. X going to give it to us. Oh, X is going to give it to you right in the corn dog shoot. Oh, so right. <laughs> not, what about the chili dog shoot? That too. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're the same thing, aren't they? Oh, well, you know, I'm, I might take my corn dogs in a different place than my chili dogs. <laughs> there you go. Okay, here we go. Here's X. Um, okay, so this thread has had like two replies. But, <laughs> okay. And it's been this way for the past two hours, which is fine because I like the initial post. And the first okay. reply is very funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> it is a picture uh, that posted with the text is a picture of one of those uh, Japanese robots with like the uncanny valley kind of face. Mm, yeah. mm. So the post is, I was watching a video that mentioned the uncanny valley and theories rooted in human psychology as to why the effect happens. But it got me thinking. The reason for this being in our behaviors could have something to do with demons. Because demons had uh, tend to take on a more familiar form to trick humans. So my theory is that our predisposed unease and fear to things falling into the uncanny valley could be an evolutionary adaptation to these demonic entities that attempt to take on a human form and deceive and trick us. The human brain is very complex and intricate organ, and there has to be a reason for something that fucks so much with our perception of faces and anatomy. It's kind of like how we hate the sound of nails on chalkboards because those frequencies unlock a primal fear in us related to screeches and wails from our primate ancestors. But then again, this could also be due to a plethora of reasons. Any thoughts? So, demons. What do you think, guys? Um, I don't know that I go with demons. No. No? I, no? My personal belief is still the Uncanny Valley is either a holdover from dealing with uh, non-homo sapien humanoids like Neanderthal and stuff because it's so close to us without being us that it mm-hmm. sets off alarm bells somewhere in our lizard brain in that, you know, it's a reminder of our lost cousins, the other that is, uh, that is alien to us. Mm-hmm. And it gives us the heebie-jeebies like that animatronic Ellen DeGeneres at Disney world <laughs> gave me the screaming frights. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've read and it, it makes a lot of sense to me about right. just being, you know, uh, dead. Because I mean, oh, oh, like if if you just saw a reanimated corpse up yeah. walking around, okay, yeah. I could see that too. That, I mean, because but that, that's why would that be an issue? <laughs> Unless exactly. there was a dead body up okay. walking around like a no, vampire, because, because which a, goes back to demons. It has aspects of being dead, but then it's moving, and Man, so that's I just a thought. You were gonna say non sequitur. It's a, it's it's, and and it also comes back to like you know, the pattern, not even pattern recognition, but our brains are set up, are hardwired for certain things. And What's that thing where we always face, look for faces? Yeah. Yeah. Facial recognition is one of those things. Right. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm sure we've all been there. You're sitting on the toilet and there's like interesting patterns on either the wall or the floor and you start. Hey, that just, shit stain looks yeah. like a monkey. But yeah, you start staring at it long enough and you start seeing like facial features. 
You know, interesting thing, and this is vaguely related. Did you know that when I was on my antidepressants, that whole section of my brain seemed like it was turned off? Hmm. And the first thing that happened uh, at work, you know, all the weird uh, patterns in the concrete floor, Mike? Yeah. Like, it was just the floor, and then the first day I got to work with my med, the effects of my meds gone, I was like, it's a map. Yeah, you told me about this. That's a dinosaur. That's a map. That's a happy man so dancing think, with a basket. Oh, so I think that's a separate thing. That's that's more of speaking to your like creative and okay, fair enough. I, that, I think that is less <laughs> hardwired and more like your well, maybe it is hardwired or maybe it's, but that's pattern recognition. It, it makes me think of something, and this is just like one of those like shower thoughts. You know what I mean? I just like mm-hmm. literally had a shower thought, and I'm dry right now. Um, face blindness. Mm-hmm. Could a person who has mm. face blindness detect something in the uncanny valley if the uncanny valley is not quite like a human face? I don't know. That's an interesting question. Like, Very that, interesting. That's a, that's a fucked up thing. <laughs> it, or I mean, the unva- uncanny valley could be like a uh, lesson for them. You know, they could be less sensitive to it. I know I'm fairly face blind, like not a hundred percent, but and I think I think I'm less prone to uncanny valley well well, well check the host talk because i posted the picture from the thread oh let's see okay i'm i'm curious to see this yeah no that's 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 a little creepy oh i hate that yeah see it's it's just it's a little (laughs) off that's a dead body with glass eyes in it that someone's rigged up to talk to me mike you're right that's exactly what it is it's like a I mean, it's, it, it's don't just, you dare fucking pin that to this channel, you <laughs> son of a bitch! But but it's 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 just not not as I mean I can tell it's fake. The, like, the skin looks very dry. Yeah, it doesn't have that moisture, and then also it if you look at the that, eyebrows, it doesn't have that. Yeah, both that reflectivity, but also that translucidity. Like, like if the skin were a little oilier, I think it wouldn't yeah. be as dramatic. But that and also skin has a slight, like, the light doesn't bounce off the surface of the skin. It penetrates slightly mm-hmm. into it, mm-hmm. yes. which gives it kind of a uh, translucent quality to it. Also, it's hard to replicate yeah. in uh, artificial materials. Also, that robot looks like it should be crawling out of a well and telling me <laughs> seven days. <laughs> we need to put that picture in the uh, show notes for this episode. Oh, um, God. Just a, a nice little surprise Sada- for anyone who clicks. <laughs> Fucking Sadako bot here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there weren't very many replies to the thread. Um, like, the first reply kind of is the best, which is if you're thinking this much about demons, you should just go and fuck one already. What you're doing is unhealthy. <laughs> Oh, that is an anime response. That is, why don't you just go fuck one? They're hot. The ones I've seen are. Yeah, no, like. Uh, yeah, uh, I have very specific taste in demons. So, oh, uh, what's her name from Tenchi Moyo? Ryoko. Yeah, but she's a she's like a space pirate that was just mistaken for a demon. Those are the best kind. I was a big well, fan we of know, Tenchi Well, we, we know what Kevin Googles late night. Hey, shut up! <laughs> we know his Rule 34 search history. Shut up! <laughs> oh, there's a threat on butthole sunning. What? <laughs> oh, oh boy. Was it Tucker Carlson that used to do that, or was it no, Andrew it was, Tate? 
was it, I don't know if those I can't remember. Or was it both died. of them together so, charging their crystals? No, I, I just know of like you know a couple of uh, female celebrities that were. No, that there's good. dudes that were doing well, that, yeah, that where they were sunning their perineum. I just I just never mm. heard of them. I just heard of like what do you I know? Think, uh, what's her face did it? Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. But she's done everything under the sun. Oh yeah, she's literally under the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She did it with butthole, a jade egg. Butthole sunning. Feel the beneficial power of the sun through your anus. That's you the do title it. I'm bitter. But the sun always shines on your anus. Mm-hmm. Oh. Word of oh. advice. If you're going to do this, don't stay for more than seven to eight minutes. The asshole skin is very sensitive, and believe me, oh, you do not no, want to have a burn there. No shit. I mean, your asshole literally yeah, never you, you wouldn't sees be able to the light of day. There's a reason people say I'm going to shove this where the sun don't shine. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and exposing your butthole to the sun is going to burn it like, you know, a freaking Irish ginger hey, out of hey, the Bahamas. Hey, Mike, you remember how we were talking earlier about uh, mis- misquoted quotes? Yeah. I wonder what the full version of, you know, shove this where the sun don't shine is that makes it a, a good thing. Uh, because I know you like it there. I don't, I don't know. know, but you know that like, uh, David, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, uh, curiosity killed the cat, but mm-hmm. satisfaction brought it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ones the like the other half of the quote that no one ever hears that changes the meaning of it. Like an eye for an eye will make the whole world blind. Yeah. I like this meme someone posted. It's like an inspirational poster. It is a woman who is sunning her asshole, and it says, <laughs> Coffee? No thanks. I receive all the energy I need by charging my butthole in the sunlight. <laughs> That's way better. You know what? I like that better than the one I posted in our Discord earlier, which is just a beautiful shot of a hill at sunset, and it says, No one is coming to save you. You are, you are the adult. I am so sorry. <laughs> I was like, let me bring the mood down a little. Mm-hmm. So thank you for X this week. That was an interesting discussion, actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, have we got anything closing to talk about? Uh, just tune in Monday for the new show popping up on our feed. Indeed, and be sure to tune in next week for this show where we come back to the Mothman. Is that the start of the uh, third season? That is the beginning of season three of Supernatural Selection. Welcome back for Mothman Returns. Da, 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 da. Oh, but we already talked about Mothman. What could That's possibly the... could we ever cover? That? How about another hour of material that we didn't cover in that 30-minute episode? I know. I yeah. So... Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you would like to support us, you can do so on Patreon. Head to patreon.supernatpod.rocks, and we've got multiple tiers there. You get access to early episodes on any tier, which means you get them about a day early because how close we cut this. Uh, (laughs) But we also, at higher levels, have bonus materials and merch, and we're going to be having some more stuff as me and David and Mike come up up with it mm-hmm. so and you can find everything else you need to about the show at supernatpod.rocks you can find us on mastodon for the time being at supernatpod 
at horrorhub.club. Might be going over to weirdo.net just because of the URL. But uh, we'll see. You can find links to our individual Mastodon accounts on the Supernatural Selection Mastodon bio. David, have you got anything you'd like to plug? Um, I'm going to be at a comic convention at a high school uh, nearby on Saturday, but by the time this episode's out, it'll be over. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, I hope you had a good time. Yeah, I hope so, too. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Have you got anything you'd like to plug? Um, oh, shoot. I might have had something, but it's left me. It's dead now. Defenseless and naked. Screaming with your butthole pointed at the sun. Naked with my butthole. That's why we get sun cancer. Somebody sunned their perineum for the first time and the sun was like, ah, Jesus Christ. I didn't fucking away. Cancer. Skin cancer on your ass. (laughs) But butthole skin cancer. That's a hell of a way. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Here, if I died of that, that would be on my t- Here lies Kevin. He died of butthole skin cancer. Oh, you know that band, the Butthole Sunners? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, no, um, I don't I'll mind the sun sometimes. The images it shows. That's ironic that you made that joke, and that's a line from Pepper. Anyway, <laughs> Mike? Yeah, I, I got nothing. Okay, well, next week. I'll have nothing, but I'll feel bad about it again. Okay. Well, you going to have something. I try. But I'll I remind forget. you. I need to write this shit down. You do. Write it down. Write it down now. So, okay, I'm writing down to make sure I write down ideas. All right. There, there we go. All right. So, again, thank you, everyone, for listening. I cannot tell you how much your support and just continued listening means to all of us. We have a ball doing this, and we're glad you enjoy us having a ball doing this so we will be back next week on monday and saturday so until then stay safe and stay frosty goodbye why not get a little sun on your asshole because i don't want butthole tumors i have neighbors They put, Mike, they put up that fence so they don't have to see us walk by the glass door in underwear. Oh. Yeah, I mean, probably. But, uh, no, you, you said something earlier and it made me think. that That's something I cannot let myself think about in the middle of the show is, you know, that there's at least triple-digit number of people who are listening to me talk because I am not a uh, very good speaker. I thought you were going to go talky man person. Yeah, talky man person. <laughs> like, uh, I, I definitely have performance anxiety. Not sexual that I know of. but uh, Yeah, he comes all over the place. But uh, just, you know, crowds. Every, every time I've ever had to like do anything in front of a crowd, it's been a shit show. Shiza! Shiza!